Welcome to the Everyday Sniper Podcast. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide here. Uh, just got back from Blue Steel Ranch down in New Mexico. Uh, just a busy couple of two days, uh, 12 hours of driving between Monday and last night and 10 hours of shooting plus. We did like four hours on uh, Monday and then I did another 10 hours of shooting on uh, Tuesday and then I drove home. I got home about a little after midnight yesterday and then, you know, just putting out some fires and doing stuff. Lots to talk about, man. Um, I'm not going to get all of it to you today. And I'm going to be bringing Brian Whalen back in uh, next week. He's got a class this weekend, so he's back in New Mexico. Um, I was in uh, Blue Steel Ranch with Brian Whalen, Colorado Precision Rifle, and we were shooting Valkyries to distance, okay? I had my JP, he had his JP, plus we had a mile-high build on a Bighorn Origin, a bolt gun variant, and we took them to extended distance. The, we did we did a couple stages from the Thunder Beast match. Uh, Competition Dynamics had their Blue Steel match. Their uh, uh, team challenge was last weekend. And so everybody was down there. And then as they left, I came in. And so we shot a few of their stages on Monday. And then we went straight to 1,200, 1,500 Basically, we took the Valkyries to 2,000 yards. I, I got a hit at 2,000 yards. I fired a total of nine rounds, and I got a sixth-round hit at uh, 2,000, and then we were basically out of the hand loads. But, yeah, I'm going to get to that. Um, then there was a whole bunch of stuff on the Internet, and I was posting a lot of Facebook stuff. And on Monday night, and this is really going to be the, 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 the bulk of the conversation today, Monday night... Uh, you know, we get in darkness, we go out and eat, we come back about eight o'clock and, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere down in Logan, um, New Mexico. And the highlight of Logan, New Mexico is the subway shop. When we went in the subway shop, we had to wait uh, quite a bit for our sandwich because half the town was there talking with their buddies. And it was like the bar and the hangout. Cause I don't think there is a bar or anything or a hangout. So they were hanging out in subway. So when we got back, um, Brian Whalen and I, uh, he wanted to show me his uh, caliber matrix. And Brian comes from Special Forces. And so they do these sort of matrix, uh, well, different groups will get together and they say, okay, we're going to go do this mission. So one group peels off and does their matrix. Another group peels off and does their matrix. Essentially, it becomes a way to look at things uh, in a more objective way, I guess, even though it's, it is subjective. We, we, there, there was definitely subjective elements to it. And the funny thing, I go and I post a picture of the blackboard or the whiteboard up on Instagram and immediately, uh, like Joel from Precision Rifle Network shared it uh, on Facebook and it blew up because it's out of context. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, even in the video, I'm, I'm rendering the video right now. So in the in the middle of doing this, I'm I'm running my laptop to do this and my desktop's doing video right now. So I'm putting all this stuff together. I got a ton of video. All I I, I barely shot um, yesterday. I filmed more than I shot, but I did shoot. And, you know, a lot of times I was doing best of 10 stuff, so I, I would just do one mag, 10 rounds, see how well I did, then jump back on the camera and film Brian, and then Brian would alternate between the JP gas gun and then the mile-high bolt gun. 
So we're going back and forth that way. And, you know, we're, we actually shot three different rifles on the line, not every distance. We shot two different, or actually three different kinds of ammunition. We had a Hornaday uh, 88 grain match. We had C, uh, Federal uh, 90 grain. And then we had hand loads from Brian, they're his hand loads, with his um, 88 grain with Hornaday's with the hand loads. So we, we looked at this matrix, and Brian wanted to represent it for like a new shooter. Now, this was totally taken out of context. It blew up. Everybody was like, blah, 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 blah. Frank's crazy. And then on top of that, when I posted the the Valkyrie stuff, everybody's now arguing how the Valkyrie's gay and the Valkyrie's a fad and the Valkyrie's a bunch of crap and yada, yada, yada and all this. So it was really kind of this mess blown up. Oh, today was a, today was annoying to say the least. It was drama laden for the last like, you know, 24 hours, uh, you know, go figure, unfiltered Frank, or, you know, kind of uh, giving an opinion. It's funny, talking about opinion, I, I, it, it's, there, there, was a, there was another podcast, and, and um, it, it kind of addressed me and my opinion, and uh, so I, I got in this morning, I get up, and I'm getting all these emails, hey, did you see the other podcast, or talking about you, and I'm like, no, I didn't, I haven't been around, I haven't looked at anything. So I was dealing with that a little bit this morning in a, in a good way. Everything's cool. And then, you know, you run into this 224 Valkyrie stuff. And, you know, yesterday was the Caliber Matrix stuff and, and all this. The video puts us in context. A lot of people take these still images and they take them out of context. We all do it. it it's, it's nothing new. So we, we had actually did a video. And, and to be honest with you, if you watch the video comment on the video. It's meant to create discussion, but I think it's a useful tool. It's, it, it has value. You know, there are some people that says, yeah, you shouldn't do a matrix with, 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 you know, equal numbers. You can't have two, two things with the same weight. I get it. We understand that we're trying to simplify it. In fact, like originally Brian had, when he, when he presented it to me, um, he had a, a one to 10 scale. And I'm like, ah, one to ten's too much. I don't want to count that high. So I turned it into a one to five. Then, you know, we did the video, we did the whole thing, and I and I looked at it and I actually changed the numbers. So when I post this to Sniper's Hide and I post the video, I'm gonna post the number changes that I made. Right off the bat, Brian and I did not agree hundred percent on everything. And we looked at things and, and there's always, it, it's, it's so wide, it's so varying. You're dealing with different rifles, different barrels, different builders, different bullets, different calibers. How do you navigate it, right? How do you navigate all of these different things? And that's all we're trying to do, man, is we're just trying to simplify the navigation, Okay. How do you swim with this, you know? And so everybody's like immediately, blah, don't like what he said. Blah, don't agree with that. Blah, what is load stability? My friend loves it and his XC doesn't have to chase this and do that. Okay, dude, you got, yeah. Uh, one example, anecdotal, we're trying to talk in general terms. We're trying to present this to new shooters who are looking to navigate this path, 
We're trying to give you a way to chart a course without zigzagging, okay? Part of me, part of what I do, part of the reason why I share all this knowledge and experience and information is to not just help, but not to spend your money. You know, yes, I do a great job at spending your guys' money. I'm excellent at it, okay? Frank, they see you do something, they got to have it. It's, it's, it's NASCAR. We, we get it. And so I'm, I'm, I'm doing that. You know, I'm trying to do that. So I'm very generalistic. That's why we said in the very, very beginning of the video, this is not for your top-end shooters. If you're a top-20 guy, this does not pertain to you. Go sit down. Go fucking jerk yourselves off and, 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 and you know, tell each other how great you are. It's not for you. We get it, okay? You guys are doing things, you know, in a way most others aren't. This is for the guy looking to walk in the door. This is for the guy who's looking to maybe inch up a little bit. He's got this. He wants to move to that. Where's a way to go? Maybe it's a guy who dabbles here but wants to dabble over here. How do you how do you figure that? And and that's all we're saying. So, you know, with, with some of this, we 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 broke the categories down. Let me kind of I'm I'm editing and doing stuff. So hang on. I'm doing all kinds of things. Like I said, I got two computers going. I got all kinds of stuff. I got people blowing my phone up because of drama. Um, you know, so the categories we looked at were, you know, wind cheating, wind bucking. How well does the number one category, how well does the caliber navigate your work in the wind? Then recoil management. You know, recoil management's a big thing. After that, we go danger space. And danger space is very similar to point blank range, but it's at farther distances. If you go to JBM and you go on the first page, go down on the bottom and it'll say add in danger space. Danger space is a military term. Danger space works with unknown distance targets, with errors in ranging. And what it'll say to you is with this dope, you can hit a target within X amount of yards. This size target, this far away, this dope will hit the target from, say, 855 yards to, you know, 875 yards. The same dope will hit that target. The flatter the rifle, the round shoots, the bigger your danger space is. And, you know, the farther out you go, the smaller your danger space is because of the angle of attack on the bullet. So then you got danger space. Now, Brian Whalen and I both come from training backgrounds, right? Military backgrounds. So we put in training value. The rationale that Brian gives, which is an outstanding one, fear the man with one gun, he may know how to use it. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But what he's saying is, if you can train with your rifle and compete with your rifle, you'll be a better shooter. But you're not going to take a six millimeter with, you know, an 1800 round barrel life and go train the hell out of it and then shoot matches because you burn out your barrel. So we're looking at training value as, you know, the 308's the training round. Mike talks about it. Shoot the 308. Mike's selling guys 308's. Come to class with a 308. Why? Because it's got a 10,000 round barrel life. 
you can get in a lot of quality shooting and really know if you burn out a barrel on your 308, I guarantee you probably know that rifle like the back of your hand. Okay, so there's that. Then cost per round. There's a bit of subjective in that. You know, when you look at your cost per round, we added in, you know, in that cost, there's a little bit of barrel life too, you know, well then load stability, not how easy it is to load develop, but whether or not, if you're burning out your barrel, you might be one of those guys who chases the lands. Now, some people will say, no, I don't chase them. Other people say, yes, I do. So there's, there's conflicting data on, you know, if, if, if your right round has 1800 barrel life and you get to like 1500, you can tweak your, your load a little bit. When we spoke with David Tubb, David Tubb specifically said, right, go back and listen to it. Go back to the David Tubb podcast and listen to him talk about his 115 DTAC with the ro- ro- rebated boat tail. Okay. What did he say? He says, if you start to lose your, your, your accuracy, then, in, say you're a 105 burger guy, start to lose your accuracy, switch to the 115 because that reboated bait t- boat tail will get you a little bit of your accuracy and your barrel life back. He mentioned it. That's what we mean by load stability. Can one? How long does that one load sustain you? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not throwing them under, but it was a Brian thing. I get it. I understand it. To be honest with you, it's not something I would look at. I would remove it from my personal matrix. You have to custom tailor the matrix to you, to your situation, to what you're doing at any given time and what your purpose is. I would not use load stability. It's not something I think about. So then we also talked about impact indicator. I I would look at impact indicator. Me, I want a bigger impact indicator. Brian wanted a little bit smaller one. And the example we give is Brian was... a Kill that. It's spam call, right? Spam call. Fucking spam. So Brian and I both shot seven wisms. Brian was a seven wism shooter. He shot 2015 Sniper's Hide Cup. He shot a wism. Sometimes with the plates we use here, because he uses the same plates that we use, um, you know, the hanging plates and the diamonds and all that off of the, the strap, when you hit them, they move a lot. If you smack them really hard, smack them. If you smack them really hard, they flip up, they move around, they spin really fast. You don't always have that time to finesse and fine-tune because it's still moving. So you can't really see what you did, but at the same time, you don't want it too light. Because if it's too light, like a 6 millimeter, past 800 yards, the spotter may not be able to see it. That's why they want light indicators. There's two sides of this coin. It's not cut and dry necessarily. Everybody's a little bit different. The matrix has to be tailored to you, right? Use the force. So that's what we're looking at. We're looking at, you know, that. And then the last category was barrel life. And barrel life is pretty cut and dry. Well, but then again, it could not be. How fast are you loading it? Are you pushing it hot because you want to squeeze every bit of velocity out of it? Or are you back down? Hitting it hard, hitting it soft. You can mix it up. 
you can go a little hard with one and a little soft with another. You could kind of play with that, but barrel life is something that we looked at. So then we applied values from one to five to this matrix, okay? And we came up with numbers, and that way there you can weigh what bullet beats what for your use. Now, this isn't set in stone. We're not dictating what you should do or what you should say. It's our opinion. I had a great conversation today with somebody about opinions. And they're like, hey, man, it's my opinion. Yeah, it was a lot of this is my opinion too. But people tend to take my opinion and really get animated about it. You know what I mean? I either piss people off or people agree. You know, it's the unfiltered Frank. My unfiltered is my opinion. Okay? I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm saying there's tools for your toolbox. There's a subjective way of looking at things. Understand the context in your use. That's what I'm talking about, right? It's easy. But people want to go and, and, and I, you know, I got to, it, it's funny, Tino, I don't think Tino listens to the, um, I don't think Tino listens to the podcast, but I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to kind of, uh, uh, go here and, 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 and give you a quick little deal. So I get this text and this is this afternoon. He, I'll give you, he sent this to me a little after five o'clock. So five o'clock today, um, I get this sort of unsolicited text. It says, I swear, Frank, you sure do have an effect on people. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, but you know, what are you going to do? And, and it, it's like, my opinion is, the Valkyrie's a viable cartridge. I'm going to talk with this with Brian at length, okay? Uh, and and it, it's it's funny, you know, but I really enjoyed shooting it. Dude, I went 7 out of 10 with the mile-high bolt rifle. Boom, 7 out of 10 at a mile with a 224 Valkyrie. Brian shooting that. Hey, man, let me shoot that bolt gun. All right, you're going to go up, load 10 rounds, best of 10. That's what him and I did. I said, listen, if we're going to do this and we're going to film it. Let's have some kind of goal. Because the goal was to push the limits of the Valkyrie. All we shot was Valkyrie. Let's have a goal. My answer to him was do, let's do best out of 10. The beauty was the guns didn't get hot. We were able to go and, and, and do what we had to do, and it gave us a value. We can see what our average was, what our hit percentage was, all this. I dropped down on his bolt gun with his hand loads, and I shot 7 out of 10, you know, with my, and that was my only poke with his gun in that context at that mile target. About a 20, 24-inch plate. I don't really know the exact size. We weren't shooting 36 squares. We're shooting round plates hanging down. I think maybe the biggest was 24. I got 7 out of 10. Hello? I watched Brian shooting earlier on Monday. He got down and he shot a CD stage and cleaned it. I'm like, okay, it's a viable cartridge. He's shooting Team Safari stages showing me where these are and what's going on. He's kind of walking me through and, and, and we're, we're, we're surveying what we were going to do on Tuesday with kind of recon by fire. We're conducting a recon by fire. And he cleaned it. What more do you want? I filmed it. 
It, we we use this the scope the phone scope side shot video. I got video of it. Okay, so that's all we were doing. We wanted to do it and document it so it, there's no games being played. I'm not about hyping something up and playing games for you guys just because. I didn't get anything from Hornaday. I didn't get anything from Federal. Yes, I have my JP, but that, that's a whole different deal. That that was not part of this. You know, it's just, yes, I'm into that round. I like it. I want to use it. I have a relationship with JP. but And then Mile High, I do, of course. But most of the shooting was Brian. You know what I mean? And and so that's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm doing. And, and so... There, you know, that that's what we're looking at. And everybody wants to go and, and, and do all this stuff. So anyway, um, that's where the Matrix came from. And the Valkyrie scored real well. The round count they're looking at for an a, 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 like factory normally push, not too crazy. They're looking at 6,000 rounds of a barrel life. That's gorgeous, man. You know what I mean? Think about how much training you're going to do and how many comps are you actually going to shoot with a rifle with an 1,800 round barrel life. How much work can you put in with that gun? You have to be inherently very good or you have to be able to mix and match and practice with one and work with another. And yeah, they're doing it. There's guys out there with that. But there's also guys out there doing it with sponsorships who are buying four and five, six barrels and investing in that. Not all of you guys want to do that. I get it. And Again, going back to some of this drama today. When I come at this stuff, again, my opinion, I come at this stuff big picture. Bigger picture than you or me or just that. I, don't, I know I'm out of context for most of you guys. It, what applies to me does not apply to you. I get paid to shoot. All I do is shoot. I teach people to shoot, okay? You guys, most of you, pay other people to let you shoot their range or shoot with them. Big picture. Different story, okay? That's all it comes down to. I'm, I'm not even going to go into the, uh, the, you know, down the rabbit hole again of, of like the other podcasts and the PRS stuff. I don't care. They said we, they, it's good, man. We're all good with it. Everybody's on the same page. No worry. I'm not even going that way. But it's out there. I told, you know, understand this, man. I'm a stream of consciousness guy. I'm unfiltered. I don't measure my words, Okay. So do I step on my dick every once in a while? Absolutely. It's a problem, man. I got shorter legs. It looks longer. The whole thing. Yeah, it's, you know, whatever. So every now and then, put my foot in my mouth. Okay, who cares? It's still my opinion. Take it or leave it. Same thing with this matrix we did. We say, do you agree or disagree? Put your own together. Put your own spin on it. Look at it. Maybe it's something you hadn't thought of, of how to address the situation. Now you can do it for yourself and get a solution that works for you. You don't need our solution. Get your own. That's it. I mean, I, I, I talk about it. I don't know if I did on the, I'm sure I did, but maybe not at length. Every single day, someone sends me a message for me to pick their favorite color. Why are you asking me? You got to look at it. 
well, do you like scope A or scope B? I don't care which reticle you like better. Well, which one's better? Well, one's 2800, the other one's 2900. What do you think? Okay, this one has the windage on the left. That one has the windage on the right. This one has parallax in the top. That one has parallax on the other side. Reticle-wise, they're different. What do you do? Where's your point of interaction? The turrets and the reticle. I like the windage on the left thing. I'm the one, or one of them, and there was two of us who did it, but I'm the one guy who told Kyle's to do it. I went to friggin' Vienna. I said, listen, guys, your parallax is on top. Now's a good time to put the windage for the support hand. Lumination's barely going to be used. Why use your firing hand to mess with that? Or, you know, your windage, when you can come up with your support hand and stay down behind the gun, come back down, and you can come to, come the gun quicker. Right? It's, it's a speed thing. It's an efficiency thing. If you get used to using your support hand to load your magazine, okay? If you've got a magazine-fed rifle, loads from the left. If you've got a top loader, it loads from the right. Context matters. Okay? Come up, support hand, dial your windage, dial your elevation, dial your parallax. Makes sense to me. The fact that you have to, you can switch hands because you're not going to dial your, your, your parallax with your right hand with your windage on the right. You may dial your windage and elevation, but then you're going to switch hand to dial your parallax. Am I correct? With the collis, you could do it all with the same hand. In the occasions you need to use the illumination, right? Then the right hand does it. That's all. This is my mindset. This is where my head goes. I eat, sleep, breathe precision rifle. And that's why I'm kind of, I do these things and say these things. And you know what I mean? It's just the way it is. And, and, and so that's all, man. Take it or leave it. it. It's not a big deal. But man, oh, the last 24 hours with drama, my brain is busted. I am literally, literally busted with some of this stuff. I, it, it's getting to be, um, you know, it, it's getting to be a bit crazy. So that's all. That, that's kind of what I'm saying. I wanted to knock this out. Like I said, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. This matrix is up. It's done. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it up. It's an 11-minute video. I'm putting it up on YouTube right now. I'm, in fact, I'm going to pause this. I'm going to upload it to YouTube, and then I'm going to come back and finish talking to you. So hang on a minute. Okay, I'm back. Did you miss me? So... I got it uploading now. So the caliber matrix is going to be on YouTube. I'm going to put it on Sniper's Hide. I'll stick it all over. So all I'm trying to do is give context to things. You know, it's not too crazy. But, I mean, it's something to consider. It's another way of looking at the same discussions we have every day. Somebody made up the point in one of these drama-laden posts back and forth where people were sharing my stuff. Um, I put a lot of pictures up. I did it. Like I said, I shot a ton of video. I filled a bunch of cards. I killed every battery I have, filled all the GoPros. We put cameras on the target, you know, cameras on us, the whole nine yards. And, um, you know, that's what we're looking at. It's, it's, it's just a, um, a great way to 
you know, start the conversation, make the conversation a little bit more productive. I mean, at the end of the day, really, you know, your best bang for your buck is going to be something in a 6.5 variant, okay? You know, that's really where it's going to be. I tend to, to go towards factory ammo. Everybody's got their own opinion. Hey, what about the 22 Creed more? Well, it's not out yet. Give it some time, then we'll look at it. You know, what about the 22 BR? Okay, where am I going to get a box of that ammo? You know, okay, what about, oh, I get it. The 25 Creed more with the 131 Blackjack is going to do better than everybody else. Okay, cool. I ain't loading it. You know what I mean? I got no time. Like I said, I drove 12 hours in the last two days, shot all this video and stuff. I come up, I'm editing, I'm podcasting, I'm do. I got no more hands, man. I, I don't have them. There, I, if I can grow another arm, I'll think about it. We got choices. I get it. We got options. I get it. You know what I mean? But for me, I can't chase every single one. I chase as many as I can now, so I'm educated for you guys to talk about it. I look at it. I see what's going on. I, I reserve judgment until it hits the street in any kind of a quantity. You know, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, for all I know, that 25 Creedmoor is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. I don't know. You know, there, 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 there's there's all kinds of stuff. And then the 22. I don't know what the barrel life's going to be. I don't know anything. What, there's six people in the country shooting it probably right now? Who knows? You know, so I'm not kind of jumping into that that conversation yet. But everybody wants to spin it. And most of them are just crunching numbers. This is the difference. I drove six hours to New Mexico. I spent two days there, and for 10 hours straight, we shot the Valkyrie. Did stages from, then we went 1,200, 1,500, 1,785, 2,020. We shot it to see what it will do. My gas gun's got a 22-inch barrel. Brian's got a 20-inch barrel with a suppressor. The bolt gun's got a 26-inch barrel. You know, we're looking at all these different things. Real world, real world, real world, real world. I'm not crunching numbers. I'm not going to, you know, Midway USA and pulling, you know, prices and data off the internet and then saying, oh, this wins. It wins. It's the bestest ever because Midway said it's cheaper. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. Good for you. You rock. You know, and then like they're part of the discussion when we were we were talking about this and it's like, well, this is bullshit. This is blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then it was like, you know, here's the, here's the cost breakdown. And they threw in four barrels for the Valkyrie. Who out there of you is going to go buy one and buy four barrels for it especially if it's got close to that six thousand round barrel life anywhere from you know eight to ten thousand on a two two three valkyrie's going a little quicker about six thousand is where the estimates and everybody's running right now they're saying six thousand rounds okay that's twice as much as everything else right now everybody's shooting two times as much so why are you investing in four barrels Okay, who's doing that? And that's their cost breakdown. They said the Valkyrie's gonna be a dollar twenty-five a round and per cost, and you know the six-five Creedmoor is only ninety cents a round. I'm like, how the frig did you come to these numbers 
because they threw in barrels and then there's stuff from Midway. I'm like, I can get 200 rounds of really good Valkyrie stuff for $115. It's, you know, anywhere from $18 to $10 a box. It's like two, two, three. That better. In, you know, 50 cents a round. Where did you come up with a dollar twenty-five? A gun with or a caliber with twice the barrel life is, you know, 30 cents more? How the hell did you figure that? God damn, you guys are convoluted and stuff. It's nuts. Gotta wet my whistle. A little vitamin water. Dragon stuff. I didn't win lotto. Go figure, man. I, I think I got one number. That sucks. I was like, damn, I could have used a billion dollars. If I had a billion dollars, I'd buy all you guys something. Maybe a patch or a sticker, but I'll buy you something. I don't know what it'll be. But anyway, I didn't win a billion dollars. So I don't know if any of you did. Hook me up, man. I'm into it. So that's that's kind of what's been going on. Uh, like I said, Brian's coming down next week. We're going to do some more shooting. We're going to do accuracy of the Valkyrie inside a thousand yards that's going to be a goal for when he comes out after his class next week accuracy inside a thousand yards that you can quantify across the different ammo that's what we're going to do we're, we're, we're trying to be as transparent as possible vote for me i'm transparent you know that kind of stuff but no we're, we're trying to be as transparent as we can in 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 you know, show you what we're doing and how you're doing it. And some of the things we're looking, we're trying to let you peek into my mind, get in my head. Like you got in his mind. What was he meant? Slap shot. You hit him in his mind, coach. That was great with the Hansons. So anyway, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm working hard. Like I said, I'm back from the training. I'm blue. I'm knocking this stuff out. We're, I'm out there shooting. I'm out there doing the stuff. We did the SIG stuff we talked about. I still got to edit that video. I got a bunch of video of the SIGs. I got hours of video with Brian. I'm probably going to get four videos out of Brian. I'm really psyched about that. Um, you know, little me shooting, little him shooting, and, and the different ranges. We did the mile. The 220 was tough, man. The window, the window that we had to, to spot any misses was way too small. I'm like, man, can we move the target over there? They're like, no, that's another guy's property. I'm like, ah. And, and I mean, the window was really like maybe only three targets wide. And here you're trying to shoot at 2,000 yards with a Valkyrie, you know, a 22 caliber bullet. And, and it's like, oh, man, please. I, I, we, we couldn't see where Brian's were. And then I kind of played with it a little bit. We caught one round of Brian's, but it was on this weird backside of the hill. And then I got in and I kind of looked at it and said, well, he's doing this. Let me go in another direction. Uh, I forget what round it was, but it was after like maybe four or five. I saw a splash like just in front. And, and once I got it, boom. And then when I got that hit, I was out of rounds. I was like, oh, no, we're all done for today. So we'll load up some more. We'll try it again. We'll do something with it. But um. I want to thank you guys for listening. I mean, our stats look really great. I even actually looked at uh, YouTube for a while. It's been a while since I talked to you. I'm going to announce this week, probably Friday, who's got the Saracen bag from Warhorse Development. Thanks, everybody, who um, made comments. Funny stuff, man. You guys are great. Totally listening. Fuzz is here sleeping, man. He's all happy camper. The guys who mentioned Fuzz get extra plus points. 
Um, I'm I'm trying to work with him so when I when I can get him to talk on command, I'm working that so he can mention in the in the comments stuff. But thanks for commenting. Thanks for coming on the Podbean app and commenting. Thanks for coming on Sniper's Hide. You guys really pushed the hide back to you know its original numbers and glory and stuff. Like I said, I'm so psyched where my numbers are right now, and they're just growing again. Uh, it, it's really in and in, in part is the podcast. You know, people coming over to comment on the podcast. There's a lot of good discussions going on. So if you want to go beyond just a comment, use the Podbean app for like an off-the-cup Twitter comment. But if you want to discuss a topic, come over to Sniper's Hide in the forums. There's an everyday sniper podcast thing. You can reference the podcast. Everybody will know what you're talking about, and then we can answer back and forth. But um, we're definitely doing that. I want to thank you all for sharing, for listening, for all this good stuff. Uh, it, it's been outstanding, and, and we'll keep knocking it out for you. Uh, keep the information flowing my way, man. It, guys are dropping me notes and saying, hey, saw this, got that, we're doing this. Okay, cool, you know. So uh, definitely keep me in your loops, and I'm going to do the same and keep you in the loop. Thanks for listening. And uh, Oh, I'm getting together with Mike. Um, he's in the house in the thing. I'm going to try to you know, open a tiny window on my schedule here. And, and go to Mike's, and so we'll be back with it. He actually moved closer to me, so I'll be able to go back and forth and go to his uh, new man cave or whatever and and uh, knock out the podcast together. Uh, so look for that over the winter here. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Have a good one.